Wine educators frequently promise to demystify wine, to explain the inexplicable. Demystification seems to always be a well-intended mission, but there are other things to consider. A mystery is a hidden or secret thing. It arouses curiosity, suspense, or speculation. Mysteries tempt us into their lair. They seduce us like a novel we can't put down or a suspense movie that we never want to end. Welcome to Grape Encounters, where we confidently offer a wealth of insight and answers about wine and the lifestyle it engenders. But we also give you plenty to ponder, experience, and engage the imagination. So, while demystification certainly has its place, the real magic is in the mysteries, and they should be experienced, not explained. Don't worry, you'll learn plenty on this journey, but our paramount objective is to make sure you have an unforgettable grape encounter. Now it's time to raise your tray table to the upright and locked position. weekly grape encounter and you know there's one thing that i talk about a lot on this show and it's jobs at wineries and in vineyards because you know so many of you just want to be in the wine business and so i try to tell you all the time that you know there's a lot of jobs out there as a matter of fact i was looking at winejobs.com this morning and there's just so many like tasting room jobs you can't imagine and, and some of these jobs are pretty good paying jobs, but do you know what the absolute worst paying job, the absolute worst paying jobs in the wine industry is? You think about it? Well, the answer is being a winery animal. And let me just explain that for a second. You cannot go to a vineyard, you cannot go to a winery without seeing a winery dog, winery cats. There are, there are winery sheep that do some great work there. I've even seen in Europe winery ducks that go in and they eat snails in the vineyard. And these winery animals do amazing things and they never, ever complain about the fact that they're not paid. The reason for that is because animals, you know, they care about one thing and that's just that you take care of them. And this is probably my number one pet peeve in the entire world is how badly some people take care of their animals or the plight of animals who only care about being fed and having shelter and don't even get that. And I'm going to tell you a personal story in a second, but I'm going to transition here for a second because there is an event that's going on in the Napa Valley and it is coming up in June. And it is one of the biggest fundraising events associated with the wine industry. And it is a fundraiser for animals, but it goes way beyond animal adoption and rescue. And I wanted so badly to get one of the co-founders on to talk about this today. And we're going to talk in a broader sense about wine and animals and why they are so deeply connected. So now I get the pleasure of introducing Monica Stevens who is the co-founder of the event and the foundation, or we'll call it the operation that it benefits, is 
Jameson Humane. Monica, you've got a cattail in your face. <laughs> you gonna? That's not a microphone. That's a cattail. He's a cat. That's right. That's a cat. Goodness gracious. Perfect timing. Wow. Hey, welcome to the show. Man, I'm so... You know what? I haven't looked forward to doing a show as much as this one in a really long time. Not that I don't look forward to all of them, but... I have a really particular passion in my heart for animals and my heart bleeds for animals because I've seen, you know, how terrible we can sometimes be to them because we have this, you know, we just assume that they're going to take care of themselves and that's just so not the case. So let's talk about, first of all, the event and then we'll go backwards. The event is called Wine-a-Palooza. Which is a mouthful, yes. and then yes. we'll, and then so talk about that, and then tell tell us about Jameson. Beautiful, thank you so much, David. I'm delighted to be with you. So, for anyone who has heard of the event in Chicago, Lollapalooza, right? I'm a Chicago girl, and I I took that name and I added the word wine, and we put the word paw for obvious reasons in it. And in 2014, the year that Jameson Humane was founded. We had our first fundraiser, Winapalooza. And this year, it's June 29th. It's, again, a virtual event. It's being hosted virtually atop Pritchard Hill. Those of you who are big Napa Valley winos and know Pritchard Hill, it's at a winery called Nine Sons. And this is where we are going to make the magic happen. And we're going to auction off some incredible live lots. And we have a renowned auctioneer, Fritz Hatton, who's done the circuit all around the world for wine auctions. And we're going to hope to raise some great money to keep our incredible programs and good work going um, that evening. I've done a few. Yeah. Sh- I've done a few shows from Pritchard Hill because my dear friends are up there, and they're icons in the in the California wine business, the Chapelet family. Oh. And they're just uh, yeah. am- amazing people. And when I was teaching uh, at a university, Alexa Chapelet was one of my students. And I, but so every time I've gone up to Pritchard Hill, it's just it, it takes your breath away. But it's it's virtual. The event is virtual, and I, I know that is a real challenge. Although most of the fundraisers that I'm associated with that have had to go virtual in the past year or so have done pretty well. And how was last year for you? Oh, I got to tell you, we didn't know what was going to happen. And we, I think, David, you'll appreciate this. What we did is we decided that we had to have someone excellent to produce the show. Yeah. So we partnered with Som TV. And Jason Wise and his wife, Christine, they know what they're doing. So, so we th- figured the secret to success was going to be a well-produced show. And Everything we heard after the show was, oh, my God, that was a pleasure. Now, we had a lot of frivolity and antics pre-recorded. We did a lot of work on the front end. But I think the success of a a well-done virtual event is the actual production of it. And um, so we did very well fundraising. And we had 300 people tuned in. Wow. And in addition to that, we had eight countries, people from eight different countries tuning in. Oh, so we thought that was pretty spectacular. Well, I don't I don't think there's anything more passionate than people who are passionate about animals. Although I would say people who are passionate about wine are a close second, so it makes some sense that 
the two are molded together. There are a lot of fundraisers that go on around the country that do benefit animals. And I'm so appreciative of that. And I think it's interesting how much support animals get from the wine business. If you could speak to that for just a second, because everybody in wine country has a dog. So if a winery doesn't have a dog, don't buy wine from them. Okay. I'm just, <laughs> I shouldn't uh, exclude the other animals, but you know, the whole concept of winery dogs is a big deal. In fact, there's even a a music group from New York called the Winery Dogs. I don't know if you know really? that. Yes, indeed. Yeah, listen in. There is. In fact, interestingly enough, if you pick up the issue of Wine Spectator, the cover story is Dogs of California Wine Country. Yes. And what, I love that. What an issue it is. But, you know, animals play a very important role at wineries. And I, as we get further and further into this idea of sustainability, we're seeing more and more um, collaboration between animal kingdom and humans, you know, working together to, you know, rid us of pesticides and things like that. And you must be seeing a lot of that, Monica. Thank you for saying that. You know, speaking of Pritchard Hill, about a year ago, we adopted out chickens um, for a winery up on Pritchard Hill that's uh, organic. And they were using the chickens. They let them out of their coop into the vineyard during the morning when right. eat all the, the bad bugs. You know, you hit it on the head, David. People love their animals. All right. We're going to take a quick break for just a second. Uh, but we've got so much to talk about. I'm talking yeah. to Monica Stevens. We're talking about an event called Wine Paw, P-A-W-A, Luza. And an incredible place called Jameson Humane, and in a much larger sense, the very deep connection between wine and animals and dogs, especially for me. But <laughs> we'll talk more about that in just a minute when we return with Monica Stevens, co-founder of Winepalooza. We'll be right back. Twelve hand-picked wines for as low as $59? Well, why not? Uncork Adventure with a Total Wine membership. Get two wines a month for a one-time fee. Their friendly experts pick wines that wow. They are guides on your expedition to uncover gems that'll make your taste buds snap to attention. So what'll it be? All reds? Only whites? Or do you want to throw sparkling and rosé into the mix? Just pick a plan that's right for you. Go to membership.totalwine.com. Oh, and cheers. If you're a frequent Grape Encounters radio listener, you know that our show is all about inclusiveness. For far too long, wine consumers have felt left out, simply because a small minority of well, let's call them out, wine snobs have dominated the conversation. For 12 years, it's been my mission to give you, the wine enthusiasts that just want to have fun, a front row seat to everything that's cool about wine. And while we have a very intimate thing going on here, I've been thinking that we can take things where no radio or TV program has gone before. And so beginning next week, I'm inviting you and your friends to get together with me for a private online party. This isn't a big streaming free-for-all event. It's you, me, and your guests. You decide what you want to talk about, we'll set a time, then it's party time. So email me using the contact form at grapeencounters.com. 
Tell me a little bit about how we can make this fun for you, and I'll respond to as many requests as I can. Just drop me a note at GrapeEncounters.com. Sometimes I wish that this was television instead of radio so that you could see what goes on in the studio. Actually, I shouldn't say that. Sometimes I wouldn't want you to see what goes on in the studio. But what you would see right now is that under my desk is a little 18-pound ball of fur. And I swear to you, I don't know how I would get through the show without having Henry down there. Now, Henry is deaf and Henry is old. And Henry has his share of problems, but I will tell you that nobody takes better care of their animal than me, because I love this dog with a passion. I adopted him from my mother before she passed away, and he is extremely important to me, and he makes the show better. He really does. And so I will always, always, always get to get behind anything that has to do with animals because I really care about them a lot. But I don't think I can hold a candle to my guest today. She's Monica Stevens, and um, she and her husband, David, uh, operate Jameson Humane. They also have a, a an incredible um, wine business, uh, it's 750 wine, and uh, it's. The, and we'll talk about where that name came from too, which is kind of an interesting story. But um, Monica, the yes. the events coming up. What is it? It's uh, the middle of June, right? About the 18th, right? June 19th. 19th yep. Yeah, 19th of June, and it's. Uh, I, I look at the auction lots that you have, and. You know, when you see things like Scream and Eagle, you know, it's like, <laughs> really? And I, you know, and one of my favorite winemakers I noticed, and he's a dear friend of mine in the show, uh, Mark Carter of Carter Cellars, you know, as uh, uh. one of your supporting wineries. Like, there's no better wine in, in my mind on earth. But all of these wonderful places, there's a long, long list of, of these extraordinary wineries that support this cause. But to talk in a broader sense about Jameson and why you would be sort of different than just a, say, rescue operation. Yeah, and I'm sorry because it probably could I could talk to you for three days about this, David. But we are essentially a, a an organization that cares for all domestic animals. Yeah. So anything from horses to rabbits to bunnies to cats to dogs. And we are here really as a community-based organization that – Here's the difference is that we're here to help the human keep their animals in times yeah. of struggle like the pandemic or the fires, helping them get their animals out of harm's way. So we provide a full range of services for our community, senior citizens, low-income families, because we know that at the end of the day, their pets are so important to them. And we are, we're here to strive to keep those families together. Yeah, you know, and and I recently have gone through this. My mom's dog was, Henry was my mom's dog, and my mom um, could no longer care for him. So I took Henry on two years ago, and uh, my mom passed away less than a year ago. And the, literally the last thing she said to me is, you are taking good care of Henry. It wasn't, those weren't meant to be her, her, her parting words, but they ended up being that. And I can't imagine what it, 
uh, must be like for some families where there is this wonderful animal, which in, in many respects kept that person alive, you know, because yes. that companionship is so therapeutic. And then suddenly the, you know, the animal is out on the doorstep, you know, oh. and, and not on purpose. And we're not just talking about dogs and cats, but as you said, I mean, horses and pigs. And what's the strangest animal that you've ever had to help? Oh, my goodness. Um, and they're not strange, but they're they're so uh, alpacas and llamas. And um, during the fires, we helped a turtle. We want to help them all. But you're right, David, especially during COVID, people clung to their their animals, and and there that human animal connection has never been felt stronger, and and that is the reason. One of the reasons we changed our name to Humane was because it has the word human in it, and the E creates this animal component, which we're trying to for, we're trying to really really focus on the animal human bond. That's yeah. so important, like you and Henry. That's just so important. Oh, you know, there's the and, and Henry's had some health issues, and there have been times where I thought, you know, and he's kind of a dramatic dog in the sense that when he's not feeling well, he makes it very clear to me that he's dying. You know, <laughs> at least he, he, he makes me feel that way. And I've sat there with tears going down my face, you know, thinking this was Henry's last day. And I, I go look at him and I go, Henry, if you die, I'm going to kill you. You know, it's, <laughs> it's like because I just he's just so important to me. But, you know, animals do move along, too, just just like human beings do. Um, the amount of support that you get, the total that you raise at a fundraiser like this is, is can you tell me how much? Is that okay? Sure. So typically we raise somewhere between 1.2 and 1.5 million. Wow. That, yeah. And last year we were, you know, everyone was unclear of what the COVID virtual was going to bring. And we raised just over a million. And I, you know, a lot of that has to do with our donor bases all around the United States. Back to your point about people who love wine, love animals. And people who have visited Napa Valley have become friends of Jameson. But then the continuous work, David, especially the disaster work we've become known for, everybody connects with that, especially us here in California. And, and Lord knows you've had your share of disasters up there. And and, oh, and this coming, yeah. this upcoming year is shaping up to be very scary with, you know, yet another year of drought. And you, yes. and you people who don't believe in climate change, you know what? I just don't even talk to me. Um, it's it's uh, it, even if you don't believe it's human caused, the climate does change on this planet, and and what it results in is huge fires, and it's the animals that have it toughest because you know they they can't get in the car and drive out. No. And if somebody doesn't take care of them, they're left to their own devices, and usually they lose. And that's um, and that's terrible. But um, I just wonder um, if you could share with me for a moment why you think there is such a connection between people who love wine, since you're a wine person, yes. and people who love animals. There, you know, it's like the the best pairing, wine pairing in the whole world, is animals <laughs> and and wine. I love that. Right? Why? You know, I've I've often asked people that. I've often wondered myself, what is this beauty? And I do believe both of them are heartfelt. People, like people who talk, you, you know, we've been around people who love wine and talk about it. It's from their heart. It's from their soul. 
And then when they talk about their pets, like you talk about Henry, these people are so connected to wine because it's an it's very emotional for yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. Their pets are very emotional to them. Right. It's emotion. Well, Monica, I have a I, I, I have a theory that I'm going to throw at you when we come back from the break, but we do have to take a break for just a second. Talking to Monica Stevens and about like it's like one of the biggest wine fundraisers in the world it is recognized as being like up there in like the top 10 in terms of events because people are passionate about animals and we've got somebody who's doing like just extraordinary work along with her team her husband it's just amazing Uh, and i'll tell you why i think uh, animals and wine pairs so closely together when we return with more grape encounters radio In Greek mythology, we learn the mysterious connection between walnuts and wine. When Dionysus, the god of wine, fell in love with Princess Caria of Laconia, her sisters tried to prevent the romance, so Dionysus turned them into rocks. He also turned his beloved Caria into a walnut tree. She was, after all, a hard nut to crack. At mmorganics.com in Paso Robles, California, Walnuts and Wine is the ultimate love story. You'll flip over their 100% organic port-style dessert wines and organic heirloom walnut products, including sprouted snacking walnuts in five awesome flavors, irresistible raw organic walnut butter, free trade chocolate-covered walnuts, and for bakers, MM Organics produces 100% gluten-free walnut flour, estate walnut oil, and of course, their crazy delicious raw walnuts. Get all their products online at mmorganics.com. That's mmorganics.com. Fling into spring at Total Wine & More, where fresh flavors are in full bloom. We're talking Rieslings and Rain Boots, Bubbly and Brunch, Pinot on the porch, anyone? No matter what's on your table, we have the wine and the savings to go with your menu. Sauvignon Blanc plays nicely with smoked salmon. Bacon practically begs for Chardonnay. And which rosé are you feeling today? We surely have a shade to match. Brighten up your glass with fresh cocktails. Rosé Prosecco makes for a beautiful twist on a mojito. Or mix up your sangria with a spritz of berry seltzer. With over 8,000 wines, 4,000 spirits, and 2,500 beers to choose from, you can expect the unexpected. Always at the best prices in town, with the best service in America. What'll it be today? Choose curbside pickup, in-store pickup, shipping or delivery. Explore more in-store or at TotalWine.com. We're back with more Grape Encounters. Hey, please do us an enormous favor and like us on Facebook. It's the very best way to learn about other opportunities that we may not share on the broadcast. Also, join our mailing list on GrapeEncounters.com. Listeners on our contact list receive some exclusive opportunities. Become an insider. Enough said. Here's your wine captain, David Wilson. Yeah, so what is it about the relationship between wine and animals? Like I was saying earlier, wine dogs is such a big thing. There are several books about winery dogs, uh, some better than others. There are more fundraisers, I think, for animals that have to do with wine than just about anything else. And might I also say, 
The wine industry is probably the most generous industry you will ever encounter. They give, 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 and they use wine as a way of generating uh, the money that is necessary to help nonprofits. And one of those is uh, Jameson Humane. And one of the most humane people on earth is on with me, Monica Stevens. Uh, you're Chicago girl, right? I am. What, I am. What, what part? I um, grew up 30 minutes west of Chicago, a little town called Lyle. Most people know Naperville, but uh, oh, sure, lived right yeah. next to a big family, Irish Sicilian, um, lots of animals running around the house. Um, just a great, a great childhood. Okay. So I want to tell you what I think the relationship between why, well, why it is that wine people um, love animals so much. And I think it's, it has to do with nuances and minutia. And what I mean by that is that people who love wine are into the little details, the finer details. They recognize things that a lot of people mm. don't see. If you're an animal lover, I can guarantee you that you sit and you watch that animal. Every little thing that that animal does, the minutia, <laughs> you recognize things that other people don't see and you and you even go online and you google you know what is it when my dog does this or my cat does this or my horse does this you got to know <laughs> you got to understand that animal you just sit there wanting to know what's going on with that animal and you care about the details just like when you say oh this wine has uh, hints of cassis and leather and blah 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 which i i'd much rather talk about the animals than talk about all the <laughs> the characteristics in wine. That's my theory, Monica. I love it. I, you know, and it's, it, it, that could be a great panel discussion because that's to be explored. I love that. I never thought about it that way. Yeah. Well, it's, that's my theory. I'm working on a book right now, by the way. I'm not very okay. far, but it's uh, the working title of the book is How Dogs Saved the Human Race from Themselves. Oh. And uh, that's my that's my project, but I'll, <laughs> this too will come along eventually. It's going to be a bestseller. So, I can tell you. so Palooza is uh, happening on the nineteenth of June. Anybody can participate, and can you just talk about some of the things that they can bid on in the in the auction? Because I mean, this is really cool stuff. It, it's one of a kind. Yes. So. First of all, the the website is just what you're saying. It's winepalooza.com. All the lots are going to go up uh, right beginning of June. There are 15 live auction lots, which are a mixture. Everything has a wine component. Um, and then there are 10 e-lots, which majority are wine components. These are all predominantly small producers, are handcrafted wines, personality plus behind them. We're going to have some artwork for sale. We'll have something called a buy a spot where instead of the lot costing X amount of dollars, one person gets it. For example, this one lot, it's called the next gen lot. And it's going to combine with chef Dominique Crenn from San Francisco, Atelier Crenn. She's a Michelin star chef, just turned vegan. She's going to be cooking a dinner for 30 out here at our ranch and you'll be able to rub elbows and shoulders with the Arajos and the Harlins. And well, you know what? We had on a couple of weeks ago one of our our favorite guests, and he's on fairly frequently on the show. And it's never a dull moment when Jean-Charles Boisset joins us. Oh. But you were telling me that he's donated something pretty special. And by the way, he's married to Gina Gallo. 
sort of the the royal family of wine in general, the Gallo family. And it's not just, you know, people think Gallo inexpensive wines, but no, they've got like 100 plus brands. It's amazing. But anyway, so uh, this is an interesting character and he's doing something super interesting from what I understand. Oh, well, just a couple of tidbits. One of these is an afternoon of blending perfume with him. Holy and, smoke. And, you know, it's kind of his, his feminine side. And then dinner with them one night at their beautiful home, which used to be Robert and Marguerite Mondavi's home on Wapo Hill. Right. And then like two days filled with just hanging around John Charles and doing all kinds of fun stuff. So um, we're yeah. proud to have him part of Winapalooza this year. That would kind of like be like hanging out with Elon Musk or something. You know, he's just, totally. you know, he's just the most gigantic presence that you can possibly imagine. And by the way, an incredibly kind and wonderful human being. So, yeah, I may bid on that one. I'll, I'll, I'll have to stop at $500, though, because <laughs> I'm kind of tapped out. No, uh, that, that'll go for a lot of money. What's the most expensive lot that you've had yeah. in the history of the event? Yeah, it's a, it's a barrel of wine. So Russell Bevan, um, who gets some grapes down from Paso, he made this beautiful uh, wine from Andy Beckstoffer's Vineyard. And it went for, he sold two barrels and total went for $300,000. Wow. Extraordinary. Yeah. So a barrel of wine, you get, you know, what is that? 30 K, 25 cases, yeah, 25 cases. bottles of wine. So yeah. now, now I'm hoping that they will put that wine into bottles for you, or do they just drop a barrel off at your house in a giant straw? <laughs> and it's, yeah, they actually comes with bottled wine. Thank God. <laughs> okay, that's so the bottle, but the bottles are extra. You got to pay extra for the bottles. Exactly. <laughs> like, no. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. So. Going back to the animals for a second, what do you see as the biggest challenges these days where animals are concerned? You spoke to the idea that, you know, there are animals that wind up, you know, needing care because their caregivers are no longer around. Of course, we're hearing so much, you know, over the past couple of decades, really, about um, animal rescue and animal adoption. And, you know, I think thankfully, though, I mean, it seems like just about everybody that I talk to, their their animal is a rescue animal now. Yes, it's great. How, how did that happen? How, is it just a, a really good job at a, awareness campaigns or, you know, what gives there? Because that wasn't always the case. No, I think it's social media. I think it's incredible shelters, municipal shelters doing beautiful work. Um, it's ASPCA, it's PETA, it, it, it's Best Friends. It's all these organizations doing great work. They're all over the place now. And social media is helping. You know, you have you have you know these people in the underground doing good work. So um, I would say the last ten years has shown a proliferation in in rescue and. The flip side is people struggling, seniors, fixed income. Money seems to be the problem for folks hanging on to their pets. Yeah. And that's where Jameson comes in. That's where the money from Winapalooza goes to support the programming to keep the human and the animal together. All right. Well, we'll get uh, into more detail about that in just a second. And of course, everything that you're learning here today doesn't just apply to this event and the programs at Jameson. You know, apply the same logic to what's going on in your community and how you can help organizations like this. And I hope that we're raising awareness to get you, the wine lovers of the world, 
to express that same passion for animals. And if you will do that, I think we're going to have a much better planet. So we'll be back in just a second with more. Uh, My guest is Monica Stevens, and we're talking about uh, animal rescue, the the relationship between wine lovers and animals, and a lot more. We'll be back right after this. Even though I spend almost every waking hour trying to track down all things wine, it takes nearly superhuman powers to keep up with the folks at Total Wine and More. I remember the first time I ever set foot in a Total Wine and More store. My jaw literally dropped to the floor as I tried to comprehend the astonishing wine, spirit, and beer offerings that were suddenly at my fingertips, wonderfully organized for super easy navigation. How do they pull off such an amazing feat? Well, it all comes down to an incomparable team of experts that constantly searches every corner of the world for amazing products priced so you can enjoy them on any occasion. Total Wine doesn't just sell the same old, same old. They're always busy forging relationships with outstanding producers on every continent so that they're able to provide exceptional wines that are exciting and new to you at incredible savings. New discoveries, must-have favorites, and more than 8,000 wine choices that you can even explore from home on your laptop or phone. Explore Total Wine in whatever manner suits you best. In person or if you've come to enjoy that curbside experience, you can order online at TotalWine.com and pick up your wine in the store or just outside if a contactless experience is your preference. And make sure to check for special opportunities that are always plentiful at TotalWine.com. There are always plenty of reasons to get excited about your next Total Wine experience. We like to talk about wine. Words can be very confusing. When you're crazy, people say that you're nuts. But what if you're crazy about nuts? Well, that doesn't mean that you should be sent to the funny farm. It means that you should be sent to the farm of MM Organics, the producers of organic heirloom walnuts and walnut products that are so incomparably unique and delicious, other nuts will be reduced to wallflowers. Whoops, there we go with those crazy meanings of words again. After all, if being a wallflower means disappearing into the background, then why does being a walnut from MM Organics mean standing out from the rest? Confused? Well, you won't be when you discover the glorious deliciousness of walnut halves, baking pieces, fair trade chocolate-covered walnuts, and other scrumptious walnut products from MM Organics. Learn more and order yours at mmorganics.com, where you'll also find our utterly irresistible two-horse Portuguese dessert wine that everyone goes nuts for. Get crazy at mmorganics.com. Fling into spring at Total Wine and More, where fresh flavors are in full bloom. We're talking Rieslings and Rain Boots, Bubbly and Brunch. Pinot on the porch, anyone? No matter what's on your table, we have the wine and the savings to go with your menu. Sauvignon Blanc plays nicely with smoked salmon. Bacon practically begs for Chardonnay. And which rosé are you feeling today? We surely have a shade to match. Brighten up your glass with fresh cocktails. Rosé Prosecco makes for a beautiful twist on a mojito. Or mix up your sangria with a spritz of berry seltzer. With over 8,000 wines, 4,000 spirits, and 2,500 beers to choose from, you can expect the unexpected. Always at the best prices in town with the best service in America. What'll it be today? 
Choose curbside pickup, in-store pickup, shipping or delivery. Explore more in-store or at TotalWine.com. a wine enthusiast you know that there are some amazing wine events that go on and you know they all went on hiatus last year and most of this year so far because of covid but that is changing but you will never see any industry that supports charity more than the wine industry and the one that we're talking about today is an event called Palooza. it's a little complicated i will tell you But if you are a determined enough person, you won't have any problem hunting it down and getting involved. And I am so pleased. Monica Stevens is on with me. People say she is the one of the top socialites in Napa and Sonoma. And Monica, I I just want to point something out. And I I mentioned it earlier, but, you know, people, I think, have this idea of your region being uppity and snobby. And I really hate when I hear that because... It's not the wine people that are snobby. It's the guy with a new Tesla and the new girlfriend. The the most down-to-earth people are wine people, don't you think? 100%. Love them. Of the earth, right, David? They're of the earth. They have dirty fingernails. They do. They do. And purple tongues and purple hands. And they, gosh, they're they're farmers, right? They They care about the earth. They care about animals. They're not snobby at all. They're busy. They're hardworking. Let's talk about rescue animals for just one second. I I didn't actually mention it too much, but you do have a a wine bar. um, It's called 750. And the reason for 750 is kind of interesting, but I'll let you tell. Okay. So when we were trying to decide what we were, this typical thing, we're sitting at a bar and my husband, David, who's so clever, he writes 750 on a napkin and he said, that's it. And I said, that's great. And so we mean 750 milliliters. So the name of your business is on practically every wine bottle in the world. You took the words out of my husband's mouth. That's what he said. Well, great Davids think alike. (laughs) Yes, they do. Well, that is super cool. Is your place, is it animal friendly? Yeah, well, we're just moving. We were up in St. Helena and and we had this doggy, a, a pit bull, Love people, didn't love other dogs. So we're moving to a new place down in Napa, and he um, he won't be coming because we do want more doggies to come in. I uh, also have a wine tasting room that we built for our, our listeners, and we've got a wonderful patio. And we not only a dog, well, we're any animal friendly, really, but we encourage people to bring their animals. And one of the things that and I mentioned it earlier that really is amazing to me is that the proportion of animals that were rescues or adopted is probably 90%. And I mean that. It's about 90% of these animals that come. But I've noticed something, and it's that rescue animals just, they are the kindest animals. And I really think that these animals know just how lucky they are. Yeah, just how lucky they are. I couldn't agree more. I always feel, you know, on that freedom ride when you pick up a dog from a shelter... They, there's, oh, Henry. Oh, Henry. There he is. 
look at him. Well, his face is all matted because he's having problems. He's got a runny eye and he's having a rough time, but he wanted to say hello. So I've just put Henry up uh, for you to see for a second. And and you you say he's deaf or blind? He's deaf. He's deaf. <laughs> yeah, he's deaf, but he's he's looking at you intently. Look at that. And he smells absolutely terrible. I'm putting you down, Henry. Anyway, yeah, yeah so these animals, we're talking about just how much they appreciate the the fact that they've they been adopted. And they just kind of seem to show it. They really do. And, and I think that's where you have the opportunity to make that beautiful bond and then your your partners for life. So so something that I want to say, I, I really want to stress this because it's really good for people uh, with, especially dogs, to know that the wine industry is so incredibly animal friendly that, you know, as we get back uh, to traveling again, I want to remind people that if you don't go places because you worry about being able to take your, your dog, especially, you're going to find that every wine country, every wine country bends over backwards to accommodate your dog. And I imagine your cat too, but it's, it's, it's an absolute fact that if you if, say you're going to a wine country in Michigan, okay, you can just Google wine friendly wineries or wine friendly hotels and you're going to find that more often than not, I, I said wine friendly, dog friendly, uh, but more often than not, they're not just dog friendly. They encourage you to to bring the animal because it brings a certain happiness. Anyway, listen, Monica, we're just kind of wrapping it up here, but the event is Winepalooza. And if you can just tell us where we can find more information about Jameson, then um, hopefully we can be of help. Thank you, David. Yeah, so Jameson Humane, J-A-M-E-S-O-N, humane.org. If you go to that site, you'll click on all the wonders of what's going on, including the magic Winepalooza button. So click jamesonhumane.org and uh, take a look and you'll find Winepalooza and all the great details of the night. We're going to have a link on Grape Encounters as well. So uh, if you forget Winepalooza, don't forget me, okay? (laughs) And if you do buy one of those great lots like, you know, something like Screaming Eagle, remember, I told you about it. So you have to share, okay? I get a commission. <laughs> yes, yeah. I'm going to try to be there, Monica, and I'll tr- try to work that out. I thank you so much, not just for being on the show, because you're lovely, but what you're doing is really lovely as well. And I just thank you and, and your husband for, for everything that you do. And all of the, I know a lot of the wine people in, in uh, Napa and Sonoma listen to this show. And uh, thank you. you know, thanks for yeah. being so generous. You're just great people. That's going to do it for Grape Encounters today. We're going to be here next week. We're going to have a little fluffy white dog under my feet. And that's just how we roll here on Grape Encounters. This edition of Grape Encounters has been brought to you by Total Wine & More. When Total Wine & More challenged themselves to keep more than 8,000 wines on hand, they pioneered a consumer experience that 99.999% of the population would have thought was impossible. It was an undertaking that I still can't totally get my arms around today. But I've spent many hours of my personal time being that adult kid in a candy store, using my mouse to learn about their extremely affordable top 20 wines of the year, 
or learning eye-opening details about the iconic winemakers behind Total Wine's Legends of Wine collection. TotalWine.com is an online resource so rich with content, it's hard to imagine a more satisfying wine-related experience. Spend all the time you want at TotalWine.com or at your nearest store. Just make sure you're back here with me at this same time next week for another Grape Encounter. Thank you.